Hello everybody, it's Manola here with another Manola's Musings, Musing, Musing, Musing along. Musing here. How is everyone? I hope you're well. Uh, first things first, uh, rest in peace to Vin Scully. Um, best to ever do it, in my opinion, and many other opinions. Actually, I think that I think it's so accepted that it's become fact by now. But I mean, just what a, I mean, what a voice and what a, a personality and just, I mean, you know, I mean, you all know I'm a Dodger fan. So it's it's just, I, I mean, as long as I can re remember until he retired, hearing that voice and watching those games with my dad and all of that is just, uh, yeah, he was one of a kind. So. <clears throat> Rest in peace, Vince Scully. I mean, I know Dodger Nation is is hurting right now, but uh, yeah, yeah, he had a long, long, uh, long life there, and fantastic career. And may you rest in peace. And uh, I'll cherish hearing his voice, you know, announcing those Dodger games for the for long as I'm live. I'm lucky I got to hear him. Um, just the, I mean, the way you could call games while telling stories that would stretch, you know, across innings and, um, just the, the breadth of knowledge that he had. I mean, just the stats and the facts that he could pull out from, I mean, just from anywhere, the memories he would share of Dodger legends and baseball legends and, uh, you know, just the way, I mean, the way he phrased his calls was like poetry. He knew how to use silence. Yeah, it's just one of a kind. I mean, so, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Ben, again. Um, all right. So, shall we uh, stick with baseball? Um, you know, people, people are so freaking dramatic. The Padres, the Padres, ooh, the Padres made the big play. The Padres got Soto and Josh Bell and, uh, who was the other guy? Who was it? He just said a Grand Slam. They, yes, I, oh, we just said a Grand Slam. You're going to hear about that for the next eight years. And who was it? Why can't I remember? What is this guy's name? Hold on. Hold on, people. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Who was it? Who did it? Who was it? It was um, Drury. Oh, yeah, Drury. Um, yeah. Listen, people. I mean, come on. Are we really worried about the Padres? I mean, seriously? I'm not worried. I mean, listen. I'm not saying that they aren't. Yeah, this isn't going to help them. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, you're going to add these, these bats to your lineup. But, um... You know, I mean, do you really see them making it deep into the playoffs? I don't. I see them. They'll probably win the wild, the wild, the wild. Called the wild man. Um, anybody ever watch that show? The Turtle Man? I must have been the only person who watched that show. It's this guy. He, he would go and he would like get in the mud and capture these snapping turtles. Ah, what am I talking about? Um. Yeah, uh. But probably win the wild card game. I, I I will admit to that. But listen, 
they win the wild card game, guess who they have to face in the NLDS? They have to face us. I mean, as it stands right now, they ain't winning. They are not beating us. We have beat them to a freaking pulp all year long. And it's not going to change. They could have 100 solos. It's not going to change anything. Oh, look at Manoli over here making bold statements. You could eat your words over there. Really, am I? Am I? Well, then, if I have to, I will, but I got a good feeling. Yeah, people are so... I mean, the, the 12 games out of the division league. The 12 games back from us. I mean, are they going to single-handedly... Uh, the the people that they got, uh, Soto and Bell and Drew, are they going to single, or I guess you should say triple-handedly, like, raise them to, you know, success? I mean, again, you know, if they make, I mean, they'll make the playoffs at this rate, so I'll give them that. Dodger Stadium South down there, they, you know, the crowd looks more Dodger than it does Padre. Um, who could blame them, right? Who wouldn't want to pull for the Dodgers, right? Oh, look at you, Manolo. You're, you're really rubbing it in. Yeah, I am, because I'm sick of this, this hyperbolic language by these pundits. It's like uh, it's like they never heard of a trade happening before. Oh, the Padres, they're, they're, they're the team to watch out for. Watch out for the Padres. Anything to crap on the Dodgers is what they do. That's what this is, it all goes back to this. The freaking Padres want to be a so bad. They're like, well, we can make big moves too. It's like, yeah, you gave away, you gave away your future, but eh, have at it, you know. Again, good luck getting past the division series. That's all I can say to you. All right, little Padres, are you happy now? Are you happy? You you got your headlines? Oh, the Padres with their headlines. Oh, how nice. Uh, yeah, I guess it's one of those days, people. I'm in one of my, I'm in one of my moods. Um. So my parents left me. They they're not coming back. No, I'm kidding. Um, they abandoned me here. Um, no, no, it's just uh uh they they left and my sister and my brother went with them and I had to stay because I have to work now. Um, yeah, playtime's over, people. Your boy is working, working along, and uh, they went down to Florida. So I'm sitting here in the house and it's. Yeah, it's a it's a big house to be you know by yourself in. So I, sometimes it's a little quiet. But I have my companion here. I have Astro, our dog, Astro the Malty Poo. Um, Astro's a good dog, I, I think. Uh, you know, he's very he he loves people. Uh, if you're near, if you're around him, he wants to be by you, and he wants to. He wants you to pet him, and he, he sleeps a lot. He sleeps more than, I mean, we should have named the dog uh, Rip Van Wink. What is that person's name? Rip Van Wink. I can't talk today. What is going on? This is bad, people. I, I've been, I, I did, the, I couldn't say wild card. I couldn't say Rip Van Winkle. I still can't say it. There was something else, wasn't there? Things, I'm going downhill. I'm falling apart here. I'm. I mean, this is just not good. Um, Astro's a good dog. He, you know, I think he realizes I'm talking about him. His little ears perked up. He's sitting on my bed over there, just sleeping away, or maybe he's pretending to sleep. Um, yeah, so I have him for company. That, that's pretty good. 
I mean, it's better than nothing, right? Um, I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, old Survivor and Big Brother. and Well, Big Brother's on right now, so I've been watching that. And Dodger Games. and Yeah, it's pretty great. And I've, I've actually been practicing my piano. I haven't played in so long. So I've, I've been playing now while the house is empty so I can, you know, shake the dust off a little bit of these fingers um, get them back into, back into action. Also been singing. I've been trying to learn a, a couple of chansons. Uh, yeah. And uh, my uh, music for the songs to travel by Vaughn Williams came in and I want to learn those. I didn't realize how high they were. They're pretty pretty high, but we'll, we'll see, you know, if I can do it, I can, if I can, I can, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just do it just to do it if it's not gonna sound right, so, oh, if only more people thought like that, um, yeah, they freaking, gosh, these internet experts, these, these opera gurus, pundits, um, they just drive me, I, why do I care? I don't know why, because they drive me up a freaking wall. They think they're so smart because they listen to opera. Oh, you can't be stupid and listen to opera. That's impossible. Actually, it's very possible. If you spend, if you just go on any opera you, video on YouTube or whatever, you'll see about eight, 80 idiots in the comments section. Ah, well, this is, this is, uh. Not as good as so-and-so, and this person didn't do this right. And, you know, I really prefer the voice of so-and-so. And, uh, oh, this song is beautiful from, from, uh, <laughs> they, they get the name of the opera wrong. And then half the time, they don't even know what the opera is. They're like, what opera is this? It's like, what, you never heard La Boheme before? <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can post, uh, what opera is this? What is it? And they think they're so sophisticated. Like, and I was, this drove me crazy. Uh, I, w I saw a post on Reddit, and I, I really, I, I mean, if you want to get a congregation of just the rudest, most insufferable, know-it-all, pundit, jerks, and I, I, there's a lot I could say right now that I can't say because... For some reason, I decided to make this a family show, but just so you know that I really want to go off on these people, but I'm going to keep it PG. I'm just going to call them jerks. And if you want to add an extra, you know, suffix to that, you, by all means, uh, you know, figure it out. Uh, yeah, uh, these people are the worst. Um, I, I can tolerate going on to the opera subreddit about once a month. And then I regret doing it every time I do so because so the, the, the post today was this. Which opera character do you feel like is uh, misunderstood? And uh, some genius went on there and said, Well, I don't understand why people say that Don Ottavio and Don Giovanni's music is boring. I don't understand that. You know, he's a good person. And if you say his music is boring, then you side with Don Giovanni. And Don Giovanni's terrible. And he's a villain. And he did this and that. And, he, you know, you can't, if you think that 
uh, Tavia's music is boring or dry, you you know you know you're you're siding with this this villain, okay? It's like, oh really? Oh, I had no idea, you know. I, I had no idea that I had no idea that Don Giovanni was the villain. I mean, you know, I had no idea when he killed that old guy after assaulting his daughter that he was a bad guy. I had no, no clue. Um, you know when he put. When he uh he got his servant almost almost got his servant killed at Leporello, I had no idea he was a bad guy. Or when he mocked on Donna Elvira, I I had no idea. Or when he went after Zerlina on her wedding night. He's a bad person. He's the villain of the work. I had no idea. Oh, and if I that stuff didn't tip me off, I tell you what really didn't tip me off is when the statue from hell came and grabbed him and said, Uh, you're coming with me. To hell. I'm taking you to hell. I had no idea. He's a villain? What? That's the... That, I had no idea that he was the villain of the work. Oh, and then the epilogue. They they, they clear. They all make it clear that uh, the moral of the story is that uh, bad guys always get there, always good in the end. They, it's not like they literally say that to the audience. I had no idea. So thank you, uh, Reddit commenter, with your... your vast knowledge and just your ingenious insight there thank you so much i had no idea that me finding donna tavia's music like a wet noodle had that meant that i sided with the the murdering uh gallivanting pig i had no idea thank you are you i mean what how could you be so i mean you just you're just doing it to grandstand is what you are if you find Don Natavio's music boring, which I do most of the time, because usually it's some horrible tenor, and they they insert that awful dollar suapache, that aria that's not even supposed to be there. It was only written because the second singer of the role couldn't handle Il Mio Tesoro. Yes, look it up. It's a fact. It should not be in any modern performances. That aria, every copy of that aria should be burned. Okay, that aria sucks. It's a bad for the character. Just get rid of it. Don't include that, please, people. But it's like, yeah, I can find his music for it. Doesn't mean I side with the villain. It doesn't mean that I, I think he's a bad guy or I absolve Don Giovanni for all the horrible stuff he did in the three, you know, three or so hours that the opera happens in. Um. Yeah, why is it that I can't find his music boring, but also think that Don Giovanni is a monster? Why is it? It's not an either-or situation. So I responded, um, just because you find it doesn't mean you side with Don Giovanni. He got all friggin' defensive. Well, I like Dallas Sopache. Well, that's great. Why don't you just go sing it and leave me alone and leave me out of it and stop acting like you know everything. I've studied Don Giovanni for the past 10 years. I know I understand the work, okay? I don't need you to explain it to me. And you're making a false dichotomy there. You don't, I mean, jeez, people. I'm, I mean, if you like a villain's music, does that mean that you support the villain? Is that where we're at? I hope you don't like, um, who's the villain? You see the Little Mermaid? If don't come along to poor unfortunate souls, because that means you're a bad person, okay? Because you sided with the villain. And uh, Scar Song, don't sing, be prepared. Or, uh, I don't know. 
it's just it, it it's really weird to me that this person even said all that. But it just goes to show the arrogance. They they can't, they think they're right about everything. They think they know everything. They say, "Well, I'm on Reddit, and I have this, this, and this, and I make this post here. And I have this badge here." It's like, go outside. Just please go outside. Touch some grass. That's all I'm gonna say. Just go outside. Breathe some fresh air. You know, go go take a walk on by the sunset. Go have a beer. Please just get get off of Reddit. Go, you know, go say hi to a few people. Just please, for everyone's sake, okay? It's just not fun when somebody has to hijack the conversation. It gets all uppity. It creates this dilemma that doesn't exist because you think that somebody music in a, what is it? What, I'm, what is it? Two, 300-year-old opera? You think his music's boring, so that makes you a bad person because you're siding with the villain. No, you can think that the villain is interesting and that his music is interesting, which is more interesting than Otavio, and I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. It doesn't mean that you side with them. I mean, what? I mean, where is this coming from? Nabucco's another one. Abigail has the most interesting music in the opera. Does that mean you're on her side? Do people pick sides in operas? Actually, I do pick sides because... Whenever I first watched the Magic Flute, I wanted the Queen of Night to kill Sarastro because he was so freaking boring. But, um. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I said it. As a bass, I said it. His music is dry. That opera is dry. It's so. It's overly long. It's just. It, it's just dry. Dry, dry, dry. Um, in my opinion, of course. Mozart was a genius, but. Yeah, it's like um, it's like you take our sides with the villain. It's like I watch it so I can see these characters develop on their journey. I don't really, you know, it's not really about me picking sides. But yeah, there's been a lot going on with this work recently, actually. So I, I listened to Don Giovanni um, live performance from 1950 by Wilhelm uh, Furtwängler. I know I said that wrong, so I apologize because, yeah, so, let's just say Wilhelm. Uh, I already tried the last name. I don't want to do it again. Uh, wonderful performance, by the way. Uh, if you never heard that, please go listen to it. I mean, his conducting is even better there than it was in the film version and the other Salzburg performance. Um, the cast is really good. Tito Gabi is, I mean... Talk about a Don Giovanni. I mean, this guy's a monster. But he, he can reel it back, too. So when he's talking to Zerlina or whoever, he can bring out the charm and the the smoothness and the he softens the instrument. But then when he's talking with Leporello, he's joking or he's singing the champagne or he's just bold, brash, you know, loud, gluttonous. I mean, you name it. I mean, every... He hits every beat. Not only in the, you know, not only the numbers, but in the seco recit as well, the dry recit. I mean, he just brings it to life so much. And that's the best thing about this recording, I think, actually. Not only is the singing and the arias and the ensembles really great, it's the recit in between. It's just a master class. That is the best Mozart recit I've ever heard from that performance. Just, I mean, they act like they're real people. They 
giggle, they laugh, they cough, they scoff, they sob, they groan, they grunt. I mean, it's just very real. It's a master class, really, in how they approach that opera. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, just across the board, and uh, Donna Anna is, uh, oh gosh, I, there's no way I'm going to say her name right. So I'm just going to spell it. Um, L-J-U-B-A, is that Luba? I know I'm revealing my own ignorance there, but just, I'm trying, people. It's, uh, I'm going to say Luba Wellitz. Um, and yeah, every, I mean, most people know who she is if you're an opera freak like me. Um, you know, mostly known for Zalome, but I mean, as Donna Anna, she just, I mean, just voice, 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 huge voice. I mean, just in on the money, perfect intonation, perfect technique, even in the coloratura passages, which, you know, when you get a big voice on Anna, sometimes the coloratura is a little spotty. Not the case here. Just nails it. Great performance. A little, you know, a little old school. But for this performance, especially with Wilhelm on the podium, it works really well. It's a very dramatic character. It's very, I mean, she's fainting and she's gasping and she's, how many times does she say, oh, I'm dying? Um, yeah, really good. It's just a good performance. I, I mean, if you're interested in Don Giovanni at all, please go listen to that. It is vividly interpreted. Um, well, okay, that took up a lot of time. Uh, yeah, so Pundit, I think I know what I'm talking about. Okay, relax. Um, so I saw a headline today. I was eating sushi. Sushi? You think this is about sushi? Yeah, but I was sitting there at a, a local sushi establishment. Where our restaurant used to be, actually. Um, now it's a sushi place. Yeah. Anyway, I was sitting there, and uh, I was I was kind of looking at the TV, and y'all, I don't watch the news. Just, just it depresses me. I don't want to know what's going on. If it's that important out here, about it, that's my approach. Maybe that makes me ignorant, but at least it keeps me sane, okay? Because I can't keep up with all the nonsense. You know, I'm just gonna relax. It'll all be fine, right? Maybe. Um, but the head, I'm not going to talk about politics on a grand scale today. Actually, I try not to talk about politics at all on this show just because, A, I'm sick of it, and B, it just, I don't find it productive. So, um, but the headline today was, was uh, uh, McDonald's, I think it was McDonald's, McDonald's employee gets shot over cold fries. I'm like, I'm like. I mean, what is go? What is going on? What happened? Is this what we come to? I mean, when did this stuff start? When did it start? Oh, you idiot! Why? How could you do that? How could you do that? Who? What was that? Lux? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching baseball. How? Did, how does that happen? I mean, this guy has a ball in his hand and he just drops it. Who was that? <gasps> oh, see, this is uh, look. It's in his. It's in his hand. In his right hand, about to throw the first to get the out. He drops it. Unbelievable. It was right there. He had to throw it 
10 feet. Oh, like the riots go six innings. I'm surprised. I'm sorry. I got totally distracted. This is how I watch baseball, by the way. Uh, I have several mini heart attacks during it. So there's that. Um, oh, gosh. During the playoffs, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. And I've been watching in my apartment the past few years. I'm going to have to censor myself around if I'm back home watching it because I, I get I say things that are just beyond human thought um during baseball playoffs it's just I mean you saw how upset I got just then but how does that happen yeah so somebody got oh what is this why is it this this app is the worst thing in the world why can't I just watch the game why is it such a hassle I have it on so I could look at it while I'm doing this show and now I, now I'm distracted I gotta, and then when you turn it on, it has it start over from the beginning. Like I, I like I haven't been watching it, so the app shuts down for no reason. I gotta watch this guy make an error again. Gavin Lux, what are you doing, man? Hey, man, everybody makes mistakes. Um, why don't you get out there and do it? Why don't you feel the, feel the major league ground play? Why don't you do it? Yeah, I know. I'm not getting paid millions of dollars. Okay, I'm a dude sitting here with a thirty dollar microphone. Watch it on my TV. I'm allowed to make comments, okay? What is this belief that you can't say anything if you're not an expert? So if you go to a restaurant and you order a $60 steak and it comes out mooing and you can't send it back because, oh, well, you're not a chef. Or if it comes out like a hockey puck and you're not a chef, you can't complain. Well, you know what? The customer is always right. Right? Well, wrong. Like this guy at the McDonald's who shot the poor person because his fries were cold. I mean, what what is going on, people? Why are people why are people acting like this? When did it start? When did it start? I I I, I was asking the the bartender this. I was like, excuse me. Well, I mean, I didn't say it like that. I was like, could you believe this happened? And she's she's like, you know what? I think it started around twenty twenty. And all the stuff went down with the pandemic and all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You may have a point. I think people started to lose their lose their mind when I, whenever that started. But it could have been a sudden thing. I mean, this is... I've seen a real change in how people behave. And you know, it's not every person. I know it's, it's not the majority of people. It's just that little, that little group of nutso people who think that they can do whatever they want... They just gotta ruin it for the rest of us, and then, and then this is how you end up with me on a podcast complaining. But, I mean, to shoot a guy over French fries. I mean, what? That's set. That's what set you off. Are you willing to spend the rest of your life in jail for French fries? Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's beyond me. Beyond my understanding. Wow, this, this took a somber tar- turn here. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, things are things have gone things have gone all out of the things are all way out of out of line. People, I don't know. They need they need they need to listen to Manoli's music. Is all I can say. That'll come on down. That'll set set you straight. You get some manolosophy in here. That's what I call my 
my outlook is monolosophy. It's like philosophy, but it's monolosophy. Monoliosophy. Oh, really? Really, computer? You have to make a noise? Really? Jerk. Um. Oh, the Dodgers just turned a double play to end the inning. No run score. Well, thank you very much. I'm so sorry, Gavin Lux. I, I would shake your hand and get you a beer for after I was so critical of your error. It didn't even matter. Way to go, team. Way to go. Um. Yeah, what, what, what was I talking? You see, I can't keep anything straight anymore. I don't remember. I mean, things just, things just escape. I don't know, people. It's like my mind is just here and there and everywhere. It's going all kinds of different directions. That's why I got to talk to you people. I got to have some kind of documentation so people know when, when I started to go a little nuts. So they're like, well, it happened around episode 22. And she was talking about this and got really upset with this guy on Reddit. And he, he said, uh, he said the, the person needed to go get some fresh air and uh, just because he didn't agree with them. Hey, listen, people, it's not, it, you can disagree with me all you want to. It's the freaking tone. It's this, this attitude, this snootiness. I, I, I'm a regular guy. Okay, I'm a regular guy. I don't ask for much. I just say I, I want my friends. I want my family. I want, I want a normal life. That's all I, that's all I really want. I want to be able to watch a Dodger game. I want to be able to enjoy opera without having to deal with a bunch of snobby jerks who think they know everything. They can't know everything because I know everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, I, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Today is Wednesday. Almost, oh no, actually today's Thursday now because I stayed up late again. And I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. Um... Hey, why is that? What's going on with the music now? Why is that Kate Bush song all of a sudden in the top charts again? That song is terrible. Why would anybody listen to that? Um, I mean, of all the 80s songs to resurrect, that's the one you go with? Why is it a thing? I think it has something to do with Stranger Things. It's like... I don't know. I think it's too popular where I can watch it. I always have to be on the opposite. <laughs> I always have to take the stance of, oh, popular thing. Oh, I can't, I, you know, I, I don't have time to watch that. Meanwhile, I'm on my fifth Sopranos rewatch. Well, that was popular when it was on. Yeah, I know. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I did watch the first season of Stranger Things back in the day, and I thought it was good. But I also didn't see why the story needed to continue. But apparently the, the new ones are good, so maybe I'll have to get hot back in. Get back in the saddle here. Um, but run up the hill. Get back in my saddle. That is terrible. And the way she sings it. Run up the hill. It's like, what is going on? It's like trying to... Yeah. There's a lot I could say. I mean, but just, yeah, really. Next time Stranger Things, I'd be pick a better song than... To resurrect. Gosh, why am I such a sniffly mess over here? It's going to be painful for y'all. I'm very sorry. It's so weird. My allergies don't bother me all day. And then when I go to sit down to do a podcast, it's just, it's, it's like sniffle city over here. Uh...
Well, yeah, that's, I think that's going to do it. I, I mean, this is 32 minutes. That's about all I can take of you people, really. I've, I've, I've had it. It's time for me to go to bed. Um, hey, Max Muncy. What was that, a hit, Muncy? I think it was. Good for you, man. I know. I knew when I drafted you, you would, I thought you would be a lot better than you do. But you know what? Maybe, you know, a point is a point. How about that? Yeah, he's on my fantasy team, so... Look at him, he's, he's running down the base, and he just got a hit, and he's, and uh, Trey Thompson is up, and he's running up the base, he's trying to get the hit, it's like, what the, f- why, why is this a song, people have crap taste in music, I swear. And I'm not saying that just because I'm an opera snob. It has nothing to do with that, actually. I like good songs. I, I know good music when I hear it. It doesn't have to be opera. So just, you know, you, whoever's, whoever's going to come after me, whoever's typing your little commentary and this and that and all this stuff, you could just can it, okay? Because I know that I'm right about everything and you're wrong. Uh, and you could take it to the bank. Um Wow, he's going off there. Hey, I gotta get, I gotta get, out, I gotta get out of here before I, I, I really go off the rails. So that's gonna do it for me. Thank you all for listening. I love you very much. Like and subscribe and share and just tell your friends about me. And uh, that person who, a uh, person who, who broke your heart, I'll you send me after him too. And that person that cut you off while you were driving, I'll get after it for you. I fight for you people, my listeners. I'm a man of the people. I'm sticking up for the little man. I am the little man. I'm a short, I'm a short fellow, but I, you know, I, I, I can, I, I got, I got some things to say, people. What am I running for office here? No, I don't think I'll ever do that. I'll never say never. Um, yeah, here he is, Gavin Lux. I'm sorry, I made fun of you for your error there. Can you get a hit? Let's see, people. Let's see what, what is it? Top of the eighth, two out, man on first, three nothing Dodgers. Let's see. First pitch is low outside, way outside, ball one. Listen, I'm going to try to call this, this at bat here. Lux gets ready, gets ready, staring down the pitcher intently, the pitcher whose name I don't know because I, don't, I only care about the Dodgers. Oh, next pitch is outside again, way out, ball two. Lux is ahead. He's batting 295. Wow, he's batting 295. He's 0 for 3 tonight. He's looking to... Looking to change that. Next pitch away. Let's see it. Oh, swing and a miss. What pitch was that? What, that that's where I get, I get confused. It looked like a breaking ball. Nasty pitch. Swing and a miss for Lux. Yeah, understandable. Anybody could have missed that. That was a nasty breaking ball there. <laughs> I'm the expert here. Oh, let's see that. Oh, Lux fouls it off. Fouls it up. Watch, it's going to be an eight-minute at bat. I'm going to have you people listen to this nonsense. Lux steps back. He readjusts his gloves there. He touches his helmet. He fixes his sleeves. What these people dress like they're in a gladiator match? Um, yeah, he's all right. There he is. He's ready to go again. It's all stance on Lux. He doesn't like to get down very much. Must be the, oh, the umpire calls, calls time. This guy is... Scratching his crotch on the catcher. He rubbed the dirt and then he scratched his crotch. So thank that. Glad we had to stop for that. Okay. Uh, next pitch away. Uh, low. 
Ball three. Oh, this guy sucks. Um, oh, it's three and two. Yeah. Well, if he was trying to get Lux to go for it, he, he did a crappy job. That's all I can say. All right, let's see. This is the... What, what pitch is this? Oh, ball four. Lux gets a walk out of him. Good job, Lux. Gosh, he missed terribly. When he hit it, was, it was beautiful, but his, his misses were, were atrocious. This, this guy for the Giants. The Giants. Who? The freaking Giants. The, our hated rivals. We, gotta, we, we have to deal with the Padres thinking that they're us. We got to deal with these haters, these Giants people. They, they're so bitter and angry. And, and why is it that every team I hate has to be orange? Clemson's orange. Tennessee's orange. The Giants are orange. It's just orange. It's just stay away from me, orange. I don't even like oranges. I don't like fruit, to be honest with you. I'm not a big fruit guy. I like vegetables. Oh, who's up now? Who is this? Who are you? Who Who is that? Oh, Miguel Vargas. He's new. He, this is his MLB debut. He's two for three with a double, two RBI, and a stolen base. This kid's going to be good. I have a feeling he's got a chance to a chance to knock one in here, knock a couple in. Are you gonna do this again? Well, I now I have to call this. It's one and one. Two on, two out. One ball, one strike. For Vargas. His family's watching intently. You know they're very proud of their their boy making his MLB debut. Oh fouled it off. Just barely Barely made contact with that one. That was dangerous. Almost a strike. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. It was ball, one ball, one strike. Now we have one ball, two strikes. Well, I, I'm, my broadcast career is really taken off here. There's his family again. His mother has her hands up to her mouth. She can't hardly look at it. She's so nervous for him. No need to be nervous. This guy's yawning like he's been awake for 18 hours in the stands. I mean, that was a big yawn, people. I've never seen a man yawn that wide. Oh, what a... All right, his family's watching. It's one ball, two strikes. Let's see it. Oh, and he... Foul ball. Grounded foul. His family's laughing. His mother can't look up. She's looking down. She's cracking her knuckles. Gosh, I wouldn't want to... I mean, this is a lot of pressure for these people to come to this game. They got to be on camera. That guy yawned like he was... He was about to die. Oh, look, he's doing it again. He's yawning again, this guy. This Giants guy, I don't know your name. I only care about the Dodgers. Oh, the Giants are one of those two. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, popped up. Oh, disappointing. Oh, well. And that'll be the top of the... Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, the Giants almost... They almost ran into each other. Yes, you're so wonderful. How many games back are you again? Let's check. Let's check, because it's a good... It's a good thing. Um... Let's check, people. The Giants are 19 and a half games back. Well, ain't that just beautiful? Oh, it's a Chubby's commercial. Oh, they got pants now. Used to be just shorts. Now they're doing pants. Are pants back? Oh, that guy did a did a karate kick there. And his Chubby pants. Chubby's pants. You know what I think it is? That those bird dogs came out. The pants. I think Chubby's is doing their... I think they're a little hurt by that. I think Bird Dog and Chubbies are at it. They're at war with each other now over the pants. 
Well, if it isn't John Deere. There's John Deere commercial and this here commercial break. How about that? Yeah, these California, these city people, they need some John Deere out there. They ain't never did work in their life. That they they haven't done work like us us southern folk over here. They're so soft over there. They need a John Deere commercial on their broadcasting network. I'll tell you what. John Deere. That's right, baby. And they're running on John Deere. And they, they're going to cut their grass. Is that what that's for? I don't know. I don't, I don't own any John Deere. I don't know. I don't know anything about this stuff. Uh, one day I will. One day I'll be the guy doing the lawn and hauling stuff and doing things. That's just not... I haven't, I have not, you know, I'm from suburbia, people. We don't do much of that out here. Because we're driving on the interstate, and it's stuck in gridlock, and we're running up the hill, and we're falling back down. Um, Yeah, terrible song. Ah, It's stuck, and it's going to be stuck in all your heads, too. Because if I have to suffer, you have to suffer. And I'm going way over, so I'm going to call it goodnight before I get into calling another at-bat because they're on commercial break now, and that's it. Okay, end. Thank you very much. I love you all. Good night.